It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, everybody. This is Contreras Live. I'm out walking uh, around and. Uh Trying to get Chuck and uh, Jeff on here, but they haven't responded. But I have Dustin here. And uh, did you listen to that audio that I did uh, on Saturday night, the first? Yeah, time? I was on the call. Uh, and I think I might have dozed off on the back uh-huh. end of it. Oh, that's right. Um, I forgot to what I said in the first part because I only got the first part uploaded. But I was talking about October first, and. Uh, I was actually uh, thinking about not doing a show on Saturday. I had somebody exhorting me to do this in the background, like kind of pushing me, driving me. And, you know, I'm just going, okay, okay. Because I, I actually thought that there was a high probability of something might take place on October 1st. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> and so, uh, but I, I, I get it, but it, it, uh, I had to be pushed a little bit to get that done. Because I felt like there was something going to happen. I don't know if it was like intuition or what. Because nobody told me anything was going to happen. But I did talk about it on the show. I talked about the likelihood. I also talked about, see, I'm talking about things happening. They can be something really good or really bad. And I actually said that the number one day uh, for transformation would be the day after <clears throat> those 40 days, which is October 1st. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because uh, we did that show on the 30th. Which yeah, I remember the end, you saying that. Yeah, yeah, the end of that 40-day period. Which, uh, yeah, I, I got Yom Kippur in the title right now, but I think I'll probably change it. Because, see, I don't actually believe that is Yom Kippur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the calendars are all screwed up. But uh, it is Yom Kippur in the corrupt calendar. And I'm making the case that God is working through that. That you know, that's uh, an unusual view. It took me years to come around to that whole kind of thing. But uh, what's going on right now is um, everybody's being psyoped with this left-right thing. It's for the simple minds because they can't handle very much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So really, if you want to create division in America, you got to keep it really simple because um, otherwise, these people won't pay attention. It has to be something that they can relate to. For instance, you know, last week we had the division with the football. Mm-hmm. Now, see, there, that's something people can relate to. Now, the problem is that a lot of the females, they don't really get into that kind of thing, see? But uh, there's a lot of men that are watching sports. And you better believe if they're act- actively watching football, they will develop an opinion about that, see? Well, they know that. If you're going to develop an opinion... Uh, then they're going to psyop you, okay? So people were making choices, just like voting. You see that? Mm-hmm. No, which side are you on? You know, for or against where they uh, stand or sit. See how they made right. it real simple? Yeah. And <laughs> they didn't waste any time. I mean, they did that last Sunday. And then they gave us this uh, 
on Sunday. They hit us with the um, that could that could turn into a civil war in Spain. Mm-hmm. What's going up there uh, in northern Spain? Um, that that's huge. You know, hundreds of people injured, and the uh, they're trying to prevent these people from voting. So that just shows you how easily people can be manipulated. If you understood that the voting is completely fraudulent, then you wouldn't be in the path of danger, would you? You'd be safe at home, you know, looking at these poor people who are... See how they... You can see the value of knowledge right there. You see that? Mm -hmm. And also how ignorance is dangerous. And I've mentioned on the show that in the future... Ignorance will become increasingly dangerous and eventually it'll kill people. It will culminate in the mark of the beast, right? Because people will say, well, this is not the mark of the beast. And they will, um, they'll be doomed permanently for it. You see that? According to Revelation 14. So there's a lot of ignorant people, obviously, today. And they're getting by with all this ignorance. You see, in the future, they're going to have to make life and death choices. They're happening right now. I've talked about these choices before. You know, vaccines, prescription drugs, like taking synthetic opiates, uh, you know, joining the military, getting chemotherapy. And people die because of ignorance, you see. But nobody notices because the system supports this with the propaganda. This is like normal. <laughs> you don't need to do all mm-hmm. this, you know. It's just like I was just listening to Alex Jones. He's talking about this chemical attack that everybody's under. And nobody even talks about it. I said before that, um, just like myself, uh, I, I don't know how many years. I guess I went until 1993 until I even thought about the dangers of chemicals. And that's, that's the way everyone else is. They don't think about toxins at all. I never thought about anything toxic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing. You have to wake up. You know, so this is a nation that's asleep. And when these events occur, people lift their eyebrow, like one eyebrow mm-hmm. or eyelid and go, wow, look what's going on there in Puerto Rico. And they close it and go back to their programming, scheduled programming, you know. But, uh, yeah, this event, it's um, we have to kind of uh, see the things that you're going to get early at the event in Las Vegas. It's going to be propaganda. Mm hmm. So, right away, uh, Alex Jones was dispensing his alternative propaganda. He claimed to have, you know, the inside track, you know, these insiders telling him the truth. And what he does, he says, the guy, the guy was not suicided. They killed him. You see? Well, I, I believe that's true. And the guy almost obviously is a patsy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, you won't see that anywhere unless you go to a conspiracy site. Obviously. I'm going to say that he said that he he even had Antifa pamphlets around in the room or something. Uh, Yeah, we have to, to, uh, that has to settle down, that kind of information. Mm -hmm. See, I don't want to bite on anything and draw conclusions. You have to wait a while, you see. What what, what struck me about it, Dave, was that the... Like how how well it all lined up because like all the major media was in Vegas already, and then the shooting happens. They're, uh-huh. they're in there for like the most notorious murderer got released from prison the day that they're all in town is when this happens. I thought that was yeah. Um, 
Well, you know, in the big picture, it's absolutely remarkable. I'm here on the West Coast. And, you know, the event in Spain, they had another event in, uh, in France where two people, two women were knifed. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, <clears throat> then you have this. You know, for most people that was October 2nd, but for me it was October 1st. Mm-hmm. And this occurs when? The day after the 40, the 40 days, which is supposed to be a day of judgment, the 40th day. Mm-hmm. And um, what that has to do with is God removing his protective hand. Now, see, every, I've talked about every single one of these events are being prevented by angels. So that's, beca- that's more important now because you have to realize God allowed this. I mean, even the Christians are going to admit this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, God, they have to. God allowed it. Okay. Well, yeah, he could have prevented it. But why did he do it? The day, the very day after the 40 days ended. And this is the biggest mass shooting. Think about this, Dustin. This is incredible. Because very few minds will be thinking about this. Because they don't understand. What it did, it validated the 40 days. Mm-hmm. I talked about, you know, I can't prove this. I mean, there's no, there's no way to do it. And we were shown that by the angels. I'm saying that deliberately. Because you have to make a choice. You have to go, is Dave some kind of agent? Is he getting inside information? Like Alex Jones has stuff, you know. Uh, Alex Jones, um, I haven't listened to the audio. Uh, I found the video, but I didn't listen to it. I didn't have time. But people are claiming that he predicted this. It's going to be a vague prediction. Now, he didn't say it's going to happen on October 1st. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he said there's going to be another mass killing. But actually, it's no big deal. I mean, I, I could do that. I said, well, there's going to be another mass killing. And just, you know, it's just a matter of weeks and months yeah. before there will be one. You're headed eventually, yeah. Yeah. But um, what's what's going to be happening here is there'll be, there'll be negative things in the foreground. And we're in a stage now where there'll be positive things in the background. And eventually the positive things will start to manifest in the foreground along with the bad things. And they will go parallel to each other. And it will also affect people depending on their spiritual condition, also their into, their mental state, you know, what they know, mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, and also their, um, their health. Because they're doing things right now to actually take people out, man. They're hitting people with toxic clouds. This is like a huge story that people are not hearing about. And when I hear something like that, I always wonder if it's really true, if it's fake, you know. But, um, yeah, this has to do with uh, creating this wider rift, you see, between the left and the right. Same old basic stuff. See, we don't even, we don't even talk about the left and the right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do I talk about Republican, Democrat? No, it's just dummies and not dummies for the most part. But see, if you're going to sign up the simple people, this is this is the level that they're at. Yeah. So they have to stoop down to that level, and you're going to see that this is going to have to do with Trump. I mean, I haven't talked about this yet, but this is absolutely amazing that you have people out there talking about. Assass- assassinating Trump in the next couple of months and actually having a revolution. Okay? That would start it. 
I mean, you can actually Google, Google that. Yeah. I've said before, you know, Obama was president for eight years, and uh, it was ongoing talking about being assassinated. Nothing happened. Typically, nothing happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, just statistically, that's the most likely thing, that he will not be assassinated. I'm not saying that he's not going to be. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I have no idea. You know what I mean? I haven't seen any kind of predictive programming. A Channing may have come across something like that. But a lot of that stuff, they're just reading into it. Like in The Simpsons, mm-hmm. The Simpsons will show you things, but it's not really in a proper context where you can really interpret anything uh, before the event occurs. After the event occurs, anybody can see that, if you, unless you're, well, if you're thinking conspiratorially. Well, most people not. They don't mm-hmm. believe in predictive programming. They don't want, they don't want to believe in it because um, that kind of crashes their reality. And there's evil men out there in high places that are scheming and planning these events ahead of time. Do people want to believe in that? No. They're like scared little children, you see. So they will shut that down very quickly. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, even if they're presented with the evidence. You see, because their emotions block them, block their mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, this thing's got the numbers all over it. Yeah, I've seen some numbers that jumped out on it, too. Uh-huh. It's, it lasted 72 minutes. Well, it's really important to understand what's going on there in Puerto Rico because you have this mayor, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's been exposed as a radical left-winger, supporter of Hillary. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then they draw this story out there. Oh, uh, she's holding back supplies that's being delivered by Team Trump in order to make Trump look bad. This is supposed to be the conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, it's possible that that's true. But see, what you're not going to hear, this is the deep conspiracist view. Uh, she's almost certainly a Satanist. Now, uh, the reason you make a case for that is because they already planned what they're going to do with Puerto Rico ahead of time. That was already all planned out, okay? Mm-hmm. So if you have you're the, the capital of, uh, of Puerto Rico which was wiped out, that's the most important city in Puerto Rico, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's critically important to have somebody that's an insider to be the mayor. Well, yeah. So this is, raises the problem. It's very, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say, you know, about, talk about the percentages of being unlikely that she'd be a Satanist. To me, that's ridiculous. Of course she's a Satanist, Okay. Okay, so she's a Satanist pretending and acting. She's pretending to be, oh, you know, a left left winger. All that garbage. Mm-hmm. See, she has the same belief system as Trump. They're in the same big coven. That's a deep conspiracy view. Okay, so um, she's out there. Theoretically, I don't know if this is if this is true or not, but they they're telling you that uh, that she's holding supplies back. That could be fake, okay, or not as true as that they're saying, because that could be tier two propaganda. You see that? Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to understand. People go, what? You know, that's how they get you. They do things that you, the mind doesn't really. It has a hard time wrapping around that. It's a psyop and a psyop. Just like what Alex Jones is doing there, you know. 
Uh, you know, he gives you a truth. I, I, yeah. You're going to bite on that. Yeah, yeah, he, you know, he's a patsy or whatever. He doesn't have to be a patsy in this view. But he, but he was shot. He, he, he defended himself, you know. Because, that's, see, that's what conspiracy theorists are going to believe. But then he's going to take you somewhere. And it's going to be a bad place. And I, he already did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They got him right there. You know, these are the young guys in the 20s and 30s that haven't figured out, no, no, it's a lot deeper than anything you're going to hear about. You know, you got to question it uh, right along the line. Don't, don't really believe anything. Just kind of let it, everything kind of settle down. I don't develop firm opinions right away, except for the fact that, you know, it's here we go again, the same old thing. Yeah. But, you know, exactly how did this happen? And then they always try to get you, you know, who was involved? Who did this? Well, it's always the same people. It's always the same. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're talking about underlings. Oh, who cares about the underlings that were to took the orders to carry out? I don't really care. Okay. But um, Trump is tweeting back and forth with this mayor of Puerto Rico. And, you know, they're exposing her as a left-wing Hillary supporter. So, see, they turned it into a left and right scenario. You see that in Puerto Rico? Mm -hmm. They turned it into a political thing. Well, that was all manipulated. Now, why do they do that? Because people can relate to that. And then they get angry and, and you know, choose a side. And, see, <clears throat> you're already going to make a decision based on where they put you. They already put you in the Republican or the Democrat camp. Because they already had those two camps waiting. See, if you have a liberal mind, this is like walking down a long line. You got somebody sit there and says, uh, what's your belief? Oh, you go over here. Mm -hmm. You go to the left. You go right. You know, you know what I mean? You're in this camp. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's all, see, they're all ready. It's all set to go. And now they can just push the button and manipulate all these people. Because they're already in these camps and they have a fixed opinion. And what this has to do with it is dividing America even more. You watch, it's going to happen. It's going to culminate in the Civil War. In fact, I hold to the conspiracy theory that what they did there in Spain on the first day of October is most likely forecasting October doom, but also in the bigger picture, Civil War along the way. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's what they did on the first, the day after. You know, God is involved, and he's uh, sending a message. And then they get to send a message, too. You see? Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate how few people are, are unable to interpret what, what God is doing. Stop and think about it. How many people realize that this occurred after this 40 days that extended from the Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I was just thinking when you were saying that. Go on. How many people? In America. Like not a small, small, small handful. Okay, so forget about that. How many conspiracy theorists? This is where it really gets real. It's incredibly small. Most people that hold to cons conspiratorial view, they just moved on. You know, from the talk of the eclipse. I got I got admit, I don't hear, I don't hear people talking about it. Uh, I, I, I know who is. The people that show up on YouTube, you know, mm -hmm. 
I mean, YouTube is actually saying, you know, it should be showing you these. You know, you can look at this, you can look at that. You know, it's helping you out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you better believe that's selective just for day two. But it is there, you know. Uh, thank God they don't show me much of that flat earth stuff anymore. They used to bombard me with that. Oh, my God. That's what I was wondering is how do you filter out and find the meat, though? Because there's so much crap mixed in. Well, I, you go back to Bible prophecy. This is where it really gets real. I don't see anybody out there that has anything significant to bring to the table that, that's truly prophetic and you know up to date, like right now. I don't see anybody. I, everyone should think about this. Name somebody. Who, who is this guy? Who's the great prophetic voice out there? You got people listening to guys like Scotty Clark or David Mead, you know, complete fraud. He said, you know, Nibiru is going to destroy the earth on September 23rd. He had a whole bunch of people paying attention to him. I, I know it sounds crazy. You go, yeah, they do. You know, I mean, that doom stuff really sells. Yeah. And I imagine that people are listening to me more. I'm going to probably change the title of that podcast. Something like Doomy Portents or something like that. I think I'll put the word Doomy in there. <laughs> I was really super super tired when I uploaded that thing, and I just completely crashed. And I just didn't even look to see if, if it, it worked properly. I just, I just laid down and just collapsed, you know. I, I think that that, uh, that detox is starting to affect me. Uh, I, I felt pretty good, though, lately, but uh, I felt tired yesterday. But anyway, when we were doing that show on Saturday, man, I listened to some of that. We were really going at a brisk pace. Mm-hmm. Even Chuck was talking fast. Yeah. And we didn't even come up for air, man. But we went for four hours and, what was it, 50 minutes? Uh, who was able to do that? There's nobody. No. There's nobody, okay? I don't even talk about current events that much. Uh, since 2012, the Sandy High Op, Sandy Psyop, um, and something else. I did a couple of shows, and then I think I did a couple of political shows last year. I don't recall it doing current events, really. Um, there must have been something else. It just shows you that we can bring it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is the variety show. we got a lot of talent around here. <laughs> Just wait till we get Connie back, man. Is that going to be soon? I don't know. I'm not making predictions because I already right. talked about it. And uh, and then she had financial problems. And so uh, she's, she's behind on paying bills. I'm going to see if I can get a hold of Chuck. But... Uh, I could talk about the numbers. Now, here's what I came up with on my own. Okay. I yeah, I'd like to hear your numbers this. stance on it. Yeah. Um, well, if you look at the numbers that they showed you with the people uh, killed and injured, mm-hmm. you remember? You recall what they were? They uh, they, uh, re- they reduced. They they came to a eleven and a, and a thirteen. Got it pulled up here. Hold on. These are the numbers that they put out in the big articles. Like you know, it's like the uh, initial, final assessment, which will change because probably somebody will die. 
They're in a critical condition, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you're talking about Vegas now? Yeah. Yeah, it's the right now they're going at 58, which is going to be a 13, and 5 yeah, 13. And it was the 72-minute rampage is what they're saying. There you go. And it was the 32nd floor of the hotel. Okay. Uh, they said that it took the cops 72 minutes before they showed up at this guy's uh, hotel room. Now, what have I been saying? I just said on that show. These things have to do with hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go back to the uh, Celestial Hierarchy show. Yeah, that's what I immediately thought of when I saw 72 minutes. Yeah. Talking about 72. Uh, last Saturday, we talked about the number, a pantheons of seven. Um, dark and light, males and females. So four of them. So in the podcast title, I actually put pantheons of seven. Pantheons plural of seven. Mm-hmm. Does anybody talk about that? No. Nobody. Okay? Let's just get that straight. Now, I mean, Chuck is just randomly picking up a book, and the book starts talking about this dark seven that are in opposition to this um, seven of light. He's just doing this randomly. The previous week, he's talking about um, this B movie. Well, they're talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, you can see that people have difficulty to relating to this because even if they hear it, I'm not hearing it anywhere. You have to have repetition, repetition. I was thinking today that there are a lot of people that are paying attention to this podcast right now, but they're not saying anything. Why, why don't they say anything? Okay? Um, because they, they're having a hard time relating to it. They listen, and they pay attention, but they don't comment because um, they just don't feel confident or feel uncomfortable or whatever the heck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's too out of the loop. It's unfamiliar to them. And uh, until uh, they, they hear other people talking about it, which I don't believe is going to happen, uh, or there's signs of wonders. That's what I believe is going to happen. Okay. That's why I don't really say a whole lot of anything on Facebook, because um, these are the brain dead masses, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to teach them with information that's sinking down to the bottom all the time. No. Yeah. I'm gonna wait for God to wake these people up, and He's gonna wake everybody up. He's gonna terrorize people. I'm saying that deliberately. God's gonna terrorize them. I said, oh, that was ISIS. God's behind it. Where the terror comes from. I'm telling you, from this day forward, all right, from this day forward, after the 40 days, the terror is going to come from God. People don't like to hear that. Oh, it's not my God. That is your God. And he used to terrorize Israel. Yeah, that's what I was thinking with the Assyrians. Uh, Not only that, he has prophecies about terrorizing Israel. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would prophesy how he's going to abandon them. I talked about how Lady Wisdom spoke about that in Proverbs chapter 1, mm-hmm. how she would abandon them and then actually mock their uh, <coughs> their state of terror. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's an you know, unbelievably compassionate being. You see? You know, there's two sides to God. 
if people try to think of him as you know a kindly grandfather in the sky, I would have think you know. Mm-hmm. But if they don't think about the other aspect of God, you know, he's the father. You know, they don't and they don't understand lordship. I don't want to go on that stuff right now. I got to go to this bank. But they don't understand lordship in the Western world. You know what I mean? Even the yeah. even the uh, Calvinists who talk about sovereignty, they 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 still don't quite get it. You know, <laughs> the big wake up call is when the Davidic prince shows up and he says everything is mine. That would completely blow a Western mind. Everything belongs to me. If he wants to drive a hot car, he can do that. He doesn't have to take the you know, the humble. Uh, route. He doesn't have to. Because kings, look it, there's never been a king that has done this. They have privileges, and that's what that's what they don't understand. Okay? Uh, Christians don't really think about what it would be like, you know, they're pre-millennialists, right? To have mm-hmm. Jesus come down from the sky and and sit on the throne of David. That's what they believe, okay? If you look at what Scripture says, the riches of the nations are going to be given to Israel. He's going to be living in luxury. This is what Scripture teaches, okay? Whatever you believe about this Christ, he's going to be living in luxury. Hello? Oh, but they want the humble Jesus to come back. Yeah, the suffering servant. Oh, yeah. So what's going to happen is Adam is going to come back and claim what is his. And when he starts throwing his way around or wearing nice clothing, what will be their response? He's the Antichrist, you see. So they, they, can't, they can't process that. So anyway, back to the numbers here. It happened on uh, 10-1. Okay. Mm-hmm. I talk about Western time, where I am. Now, I'm not going to do this right now, but in the future I will. Why the important West Coast time? It has to do with the place of protection. I said the place of protection oh, yeah. is on the West Coast. Okay. Uh, we've actually been told. See, you know, when you have, um, when, you're, uh, when you're calculating the time, are you going by Greenwich time? That has to do with Greenwich, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're telling you right there. Yeah. Are you going by Jerusalem time? And you got to figure out, is this the right Jerusalem? Mm-hmm. Or do they sign up you with that? Or is it somewhere else? And we've been told that it actually goes by uh, the place of protection. Now, the reason so, for that like is... Like that's the new, like, prime meridian... That is the new Israel. It, what it is, it's Israel in an em- embryonic form. And it's, you go to Matthew uh, 13, you got the parable of the mustard seed. And what is it talking about? The kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. This goes right back by Christians. So Christians are stuck in the either or dialectic. They're going to think that, uh, well, the kingdom of God came in the first century. Or the kingdom of God comes in the future. Either one, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, the kingdom of God comes in between, and it begins 
in a small region that spreads over the entire world. And you actually see this in Psalm 110. And they have never even thought about this. See, they've never even heard. So they can't even reject it because first they have to hear it. They just hear the same things over and over. You know, the simple thing. You know this by now because you've listened long enough. Mm -hmm. You know, notice how the information that they're exposed to is very simple. Very simple. Yeah, you got limited options. Yeah. Yeah. I, I talk about a manufactured smorgasbord. Mm -hmm. And they make their choices. And they, uh, they borrow these belief systems and then defend them. And then if they get engaged in that kind of thing, which most Christians don't, by the way, they will, uh, you know, critique the other belief systems. You know, most churchgoers, they don't get involved with apologetics. They just sit there and believe what they're told and gently fold their hands. They don't, they don't go around arguing with people and debating. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. A lot of times it seems like a lot of Christians do that. The people that we hang out with, they're in that kind of stuff. Most Christians, they just sit there with a... A weak smile on their face, <laughs> with their hands gently folded, and you know nod their head and say that was a good sermon. Go home. Yeah, those are most Christians today. They're going to go to hell. Okay. I I found just when I've tried to test like like test somebody on a, a belief and um, when like if I if if I'm on the outer edge of of where they feel comfortable, I always get the well, you, you need to be really careful, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm on the edge of a cliff and yeah. I fall off. And yeah, well, you got to be All I'm trying to do is like really like you're supposed to test your look. You're supposed to test your, you know, what the, what the word says. And you're just Absolutely. happy with what your preacher says. And I'm wanting to go deeper. That's it. They're speaking in code there. What they're trying to do is enforce mediocrity. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, just keep it real simple here. I'm going to explain why these people are going to go to hell. Because they don't have any zeal. You're not going to get to heaven unless you have some kind of zeal. Period. That'll mm -hmm. keep it really simple for everybody. You've got to have zeal. Yeah. Remember when Jesus said, and I've quoted this a lot, you know. <clears throat> I'm looking at this guy behind me here. He talked about, I wish that you were uh, hot or cold. Mm-hmm. That because you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, if he spews you out of your mouth, you're, you're, you're doomed. Does everyone understand that? They didn't have enough zeal. You see that? Mm -hmm. He demands a fervor. And if you're going to have zeal and fervor, your emotions are going to get involved. It's not just a religion up in your head. Because there's a lot of Calvinists that really you know, bibliocentric, and they think they have God's favor. You know what I mean? They don't have anything in their heart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's all in their head. And it is proper sometimes to draw a distinction and a, a dichotomy between the heart and the head. Other times it's not. It's not helpful. So it depends on what you're going to do with all that. Anyway, let me see here. So, um, so it's a 10-1 event. And that's an 11. Mm -hmm. And then, let me see here. I'm doing this while I'm out walking around. It converts into a 9-11 somehow. I already wrote it down. Uh, there's, there's 515 injured, which would turn into an 11. Uh, 58 dead, which is a 13. 72 minutes, 32nd floor. Um, I'm trying to see anything else that jumps right out. 
Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. it yeah, it converts to 9-11. Here's how it does it. Hold it here. <laughs> I thought I had it, and I guess I don't. There's yeah. two ones. Yeah, I thought I thought two earlier, and now I'm not seeing it. That's weird. How the heck does that work? I wrote it down, and I can't remember. Oh, the 72 minutes. 72. Yeah, we talked about that. So that, that's probably the nine you might have been thinking well, of. Well, uh, uh, White Raven talks about the 45s all the time. Yeah. So they, you're gonna, this will be a big story. There's a, there's a lady, they put this article up there. There's this lady that said, there may have been more than one lady that said, uh, that all you people are gonna die. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this could be fake. How do we know that this actually happened? See, most conspiracy theorists will believe this story. I'm not saying it didn't happen. And she was Hispanic. Now they're conjecturing that she could be his um, love interest. I don't think they were married. Okay? Mm-hmm. She was living with him. I haven't heard anything about marriage. 45 minutes before this happened. And there was another 45. I don't remember it because... Um, what I start doing, I start just building a list. That's the way I do everything. I just start creating these lists, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the other forty-five. I'm to I actually sent an email to myself. Let's see. Okay, ten one is an eleven. Okay, hmm. seven two is a nine on the, on the seventy two minute rampage. Uh, I can't remember how it uh, reduce, it, it comes up to nine eleven somehow. I don't, I don't, I didn't calculate wrong. I just can't remember it. So anyway, I'm out here walking around. So. Yeah, I read you that the woman walking around and it said that she like they escorted her out before it started and she was like playing with women's hair or something that I I don't know why that. Detail would be added. Uh, um, that no, they sent out these signals. Okay, that that could be a signal. I'm not not putting a lot, whole lot into this. That she's playing with you. You see that? How they do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's a possibility. Um, there's something that occurred with this whole thing that just shows you that when they actually tell you that you know this is not what it appears to be. Um. I can't remember what that is, but uh, well, I, I talked to Chuck earlier today for just a minute, uh, and we had to, he had to let me go. Uh, someone was beeping in, but I was—I mean, have you listened to any of the video like of it live? Like the people have, like there's been I, there's one video I've seen where like you can hear the gunfire, uh, and it's, that sounds like some really heavy duty machine gun, like, how the guy snuck it up into a hotel, like, a, a, a casino has better security than a bank, uh-huh. and he somehow manages to get this all up there, and, I mean, the icing on the cake to me is the guy, like, didn't miss with the shot, and I understand it's a crowded place or whatever, I'm, I'm saying the guy, but you know what I mean, he has, like, some of the best accuracy ever. Yeah, like ever, like better than a Navy SEAL and a Green Beret on their best days. Uh, and 
Apparently his brother says he didn't even own guns. You know, uh, I I thought that he owned a couple of them or something like that. Well, but his, I read his deal. His brother said that he he didn't even know he had guns or something along those lines like that. Which, I, I, like I said, I, I know a little bit about shooting. Your first shot is your best shot. That's it. your accuracy goes downhill significantly from that point on, and that's just on a, like a semi-automatic. I mean, imagine. The same thing with a machine gun where it's bouncing all around while you're shooting. It's, it gets really bad accuracy. Okay, so it's important for everyone to understand that we're never going to know the truth. Never, yeah. ever, ever about what kind of weapons he had. Right. And he will tell you, but you can never, ever trust it, and you will never know the truth. Yeah, that's just what you're told. That's it. Yeah. Because you would have to be there to examine it yourself. Mm-hmm. Or... Have a trusty eyewitness that you trust, and we're not going to get that. Also, another thing, pretty much every single time you have a major event, you hear a story of multiple shooters. Yeah, uh, it was that way with the Orlando deal, too, uh, which was another one where that guy was like the best shot ever. Uh, uh-huh. it, it reported multiple shooters, and then turns out the guy by himself hit a third of the people in the place. You know. See, it's, it's kind of shocking, but there and people, I, say, I don't believe that, that because they don't yeah. realize the kind of advances they have made in mind control. I believe that. I think they that, can that's slip things really into possible. you. They can slip things into you through a dentist, into your mouth, your teeth. You're done. Mm-hmm. You're officially a slave, and you just sit there. They don't do anything with you. A lot of these people, they don't do. They never do anything with them. Okay, another thing that's really important, I always say this, this this is the value of being a deep conspiracist or being sufficiently conspiratorial, being sufficiently conspiratorial, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, everything has to do with high efficiency. You've, you've heard me this before. Now, the reason is, the reason there has to be high efficiency, it's a ritual event. Notice it took place right before a big, huge pyramid. Yeah, the Luxor, yeah. Yeah, you'll hear the YouTubers talk about that. They'll, they'll obsess, oh, yeah, the pyramid, you know, and they'll be showing all these memes. Honor a deity. You see that? Mm-hmm. You have to have absolute precision. You cannot have failure. You can't even have any potential for, for failure. The only way it's going to fail is if angels intervene. Unless they intervene, you have to have 100% success rate. Now, you always have backup plans, okay? Because you're going to honor a deity and present a worthy sacrifice of blood. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, stop and think about that. Do you think they're going to allow put all that uh, weight upon the, the, the shoulders of this idiot? Yeah. You see that? It doesn't even make any sense. They can't even get to that level on YouTube. They'll obsess over the pyramid, but not evaluate the situation. And they'll be talking about this group, that group. They don't get it. And also these uh, events. Something like that that happens after the conclusion of the 40 days, the very next day. Uh, There's celestial beings that are involved with that. They give the orders, and these people will never figure it out. Uh, They might talk about the devil. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, you said that they that presented that, that you called him an idiot, and that I thought it was funny because the picture, the mugshot, or whatever it is that they're showing, he looks like an idiot, and his eyes aren't even open for the picture. Uh, it's, it's like they picked the worst possible picture to get a look at the guy. His eyes are you know, closed. Well, you got to remember, I hold to the view this is a nation of idiots. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, just on a fundamental uh, biological level, your brain is not even, it's just barely functioning. Uh, the bloodstream is so full of diabolical toxins uh, that have gotten through the blood-brain barrier. These people can't even think. And then they're assaulted daily with all these mm-hmm. mind control frequencies. And they're staring at a screen. Is there somebody going to tell me this guy's not doing that? And then he, now he's obviously on some kind of mind control. You know what I mean? You see, you're talking about degrees of mind control because I say that this whole country's on mind control. So he's on um, a special program. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, they do suicide themselves on a regular basis. That's commonly what happens. They're programmed to kill themselves, but I believe in this instance... You know, I can't, I can't prove this. Nobody's ever, here's another thing. Nobody's ever going to be able to prove anything about whether he suicides himself or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to hold to the opinion already that he was shot, that I'll never be able to prove it. No one will ever be able to disprove it. Now, with Oswald, no, we got, we got the evidence on that. He wasn't even up there. Uh, the only thing you could pull out of the hat is that they created that story for conspiracy theorists. That, that's your best shot. He wasn't, he wasn't even up high to even shoot. <laughs> he wasn't even in position. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In other words, they didn't fake it very well. So you have a, the option between they didn't even bother to fake it very well or they uh, created that fake story to mislead conspiracy theorists. That's your, that's your best shot. No, that wasn't true either. Uh, but you don't you don't have absolute certainty about Oswald in the big picture, you know, where he was at and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, look what happened to him. I believe all that kind of thing, you know. Uh, he was shot because he was talking. Shot on you know, live TV, I, wasn't he? Yeah. And that was that was a big deal. Uh They didn't have live, like, they didn't break in with live things very often, but the one time they do, the guy that killed the president got shot. Yeah, the Jack Ruby incident. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had less control over things back then. Uh, That's pretty obvious just looking at Oswald. But Oswald had a double, at least one double. (laughs) So that kind of complicates things. In fact, just knowing that he has a double, how do you know with certainty that that was not his double? Yeah. So you don't even know that. You know, so, uh, you know, I, I talked to a guy about JFK. I gave him a bad time. Uh, did you ever listen to that uh, podcast? I, I think I, I, think took I, it down. I, I think it, is it in the black vault? I think it's in room two. Oh. It was, it was pretty heated. See, this guy, he thought he had it all figured out. Because he had researched JFK for years. I said, I can't even get motivated to research that because, um, see, as a deep conspiracy, you're going to conclude early on there's too many unknowns because they have too much control, and you will never figure it out. 
So knowing that, why would you spend all this time trying to figure out what you can't figure out? Yeah, they control the information. So what? I mean, yeah. and that's what JFK researchers believe. They believe that eventually we will get the truth. That's possible if the Messiah shows up and says, "Here's what happened." Mm-hmm. I, I believe that. But other than that, um, I don't see any motivation. You know, they're still withholding uh, vital information even today about JFK. Mm-hmm. And this is also true with other events, too. There have been some deaths of people that were about to go forward, sometimes in a court or something like that. And they just blatantly kill them. They're, they're terrorizing. You know what they're doing? They're terrorizing the conspiracy community. You see that? Yeah. This could be you if you talk. Meanwhile, the rest of the country, they don't even pay attention. Don't even pay attention. But, yeah, um, it's obvious. That they uh, they murdered um, uh, the rock star today. Today, Tom Petty. Yeah, because he was sixty-six. And yep. now, are they making it obvious? Yes. Are they terrorizing the conspiracy community? Um, well, it, it, it's hard to terrorize these people because they're so they're, their minds are so frozen. But they're working on it. They're sending uh, these little reminders. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, I believe the same thing with uh, Hugh Hefner. That he was, um, well, he doesn't even have to be dead. I don't know if that, uh, I didn't listen to the last, the end of that. I was talking about Hugh, Hugh Hefner right at the end. Mm-hmm. And I talked about it a little bit more. So I don't know if that even got on the audio. Because it will end early uh, about the last like ten seconds, I'll be talking, and you don't think you think it's going to get on there, but it doesn't. You know, it will end at my end, but it it really ends about ten seconds earlier or something like that. But yeah, I believe that he was probably murdered, uh, probably ritually, but maybe he's still alive. I don't know. But anyway, they manufactured that. Um. To basically tell people the party is over. There's been a party that's been going on after World War II. Mm-hmm. The playboy mentality. They gave us that first. They psyop the males. Then they psyop the females in the 60s with feminism. Okay? Mm-hmm. I've talked about this lady before. I can't think of her name right now. Uh, she was the number one lady in the... Uh, Number one lady in the 60s. But she was a CIA operative. Oh, Gloria Steinem. Here you go, right there. You can go yeah, Google she, that. Yeah, she, that? Was, she, uh, the first women's feminist magazine, she was funded by the CIA. Uh-huh. And that's where, uh-huh. that's how it got sent to print. <laughs> and you know, uh, Hugh Hefner, he comes out and talks, oh, my conservative Protestant upbringing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess he was a Methodist, you know. Um, give me a break. That's like Aleister Crowley saying, well, yeah, my parents were conservative. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pro- oh, no, they were just posing. They were Satanists posing as conservative Protestants or whatever. And he would complain about, oh, yeah, I was so oppressed. Same thing with Hugh Hefner. Yeah, it's they all were big act. from their upbringing. Yeah. yeah it's all, and it's a psyop directed at people against Christianity. You know, the oppression of Christianity. See, that's what Hefner was um, – Really represented. 
You throw off the old, you know, the old oppression and be free. But see, now we look at the fruits of this playboy mentality and feminism. It's destroyed Western culture. And now God's going to judge it. And I actually put end of a end of the West in the podcast style, end of the West. Because I believe that when they're talking about the end of the world, even pre-tribbers don't believe the world's going to end. Mm-hmm. They believe that the pre-trib rapture. So who, who believes this garbage? Well, a, apart from somebody like David Mead on a payroll, uh, basically nobody. So why do they, why do they do this? They're, they're trying, well, first of all, they're making Christians look ridiculous. If you look at all the, like the Daily Star, all these, um, online, uh, you know, websites. Oh, they're like connected the tabloids to Drudge. Type websites. Yeah, they're connected yeah. to Drudge. Mm-hmm. They tell you what's, this is the news you're getting about Korea, you know? Mm-hmm. It's all done to make Christians look bad. Every single time. And they love to put that end of the world stuff in there. You know? Mm-hmm. Who believes this garbage? Even pre-tribbers have more basic common sense than that. Did any of them believe that the, the end of the world was going to occur on uh, September 23? No. If they were dumb enough, they were hoping that the, uh, I actually don't believe they were hoping. Uh, but they thought possibly it could occur on the 23rd, the rapture. Now, the reason that they're not hoping, okay, these people are so fast asleep that they don't want to go to heaven. And we all need to examine ourselves, and I'll be the first to do it. I don't want to go to heaven tonight either. I'd rather put it off at least a couple of days, wouldn't you? And see, people not being honest with themselves, because you'll hear these people in the churchy-type uh, setting, and they're oh, I'd love to go to heaven. They're not. These people are delusional, man. They're not in, con- in, in contact with themselves. That's how delusional they are. They don't realize that they actually don't want to go to heaven. It's just churchy talk. Yeah. Churchy talk. You know, the pastor will get his Bible out there, stop back and forth. Everybody all whipped up. We could be in heaven tonight. They could come tonight. No, Jimmy Swaggart used to do that kind of stuff. Whip them all up. He'd be sweating, you know. Mm-hmm. And people be cheering. Do these people want to go to heaven tonight? No, they don't. They're too tied to earthly things. And so am I and everybody else. I would put it off at least for 48 hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I bet you would, too. I mean, you know, get your get everything in order and uh, want to make extra sure that everything's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe watch your favorite movie. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize you're not going to be able to watch your favorite movie in heaven. They go, oh, heaven's not so exciting after all. Now, that's what your whole life is based around is Illuminati programming. Listen to your favorite song list one more time. Yeah. <laughs> Is saying he's not dead. Who's that? Did you, Tom Petty. Now oh. I guess he came back to life. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they're they're saying he didn't die now, and he but he's he at, at one thirty five. Uh, they they confirmed that his death is inaccurate, but his family said that he did have a massive heart attack and that he's unresponsive and he ha- he has a. A DNR written out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so he's just going to say that. It doesn't matter whether he's dead or not. That's what I call a doom trigger. Mm-hmm. They put they roll this stuff out there. 
see, because they roll these numbers out there and then they retract them. You see mm-hmm. that? Uh, they do. Like I was watching this little um, the information going from uh, left to right on the day of 9-11. And it was unbelievable. All these numbers they were throwing at you. Just one occultic number after another. They're getting away with it because it was all temporary. You're never going to see it again. And what they were doing is they were telling you, you're being psyoped. This is a, a ritual occultic event. Uh, you know, we're in control. We did it. And you're never going to see these numbers again. Now, how many people benefited from those numbers? Very few people. Mm-hmm. Go ahead with what you were saying. Yeah, Chuck is driving. I mean, I'm going to see if I can get Chris on here. Check now. Is, have y'all talked to him? I heard uh, y'all mention that you talked to him, so he's back. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him for uh, twice. I think twice, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, not, I, uh, I, I briefly heard y'all mention that he was back, but I didn't get to yeah, speak he's up. Yeah, he's hanging out, hanging out down in Georgia for a while. He's good. Is he doing all right? Yeah, his back's uh, livable now, so. Well, that's what, yeah, you said that he that he was off medicine and it's starting to feel him better. That's, a, that's the opposite of the way the uh, industry wants it to work, isn't it? Yeah, the, uh, the medication was actually, without the medication, it was extreme pain to drive you back to the medication, you know what I mean? Wow. Interesting, huh? Well, good. Glad to Somehow hear that. It opened up the receptors to where... Uh, the pain was unbearable. So he's somewhat functional now as far as movement? Yeah, he sounded good. All right. Good. Good deal. He sounded like, he sounded like he's got too much sleep lately, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> Does he? <laughs> uh, did you see that um, Russian cannibal couple story? The Russian what? The, the couple from Russia that were cannibals? I glanced over at 30 people or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and they were like, and the part about it that makes my skin crawl is she was a cook at a restaurant and yeah, she provided right. meat to the restaurant. I saw something like that too. Like, so. oh my lord, I don't want to ever, like, eat out again. People are getting, and things are, man, are exploding. Things are just getting so out of hand here. And yeah. Like, well, like you went in today, I was just thinking about it. This is just the start, you know? Mm-hmm. I think this is a sign that this might start happening daily or weekly, you know, so. Well, I feel like I'm not, like, I feel like I expect it to. Is that is that a weird thing to say? That's what I was thinking today. Like, I'm, I'll be more surprised if it's a normal day. Like, a, right. no right. events or anything. Well, what I was saying today was I say I wake up every morning or whatever, and uh, I kind of go, go to Drudge Report just to see what the horror story of the day is, you mm-hmm. know, so. And then two, three days go by with nothing. I said, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's their due. Sure enough, here it was, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a strange feeling, but that's that's just how it is. Like and, then, I just... and then the uh, the off days, they fill in stuff like the uh, um, Confederate statues and... Uh, yeah, that's a slow news day. Feeling <laughs> yeah. for the national anthem, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a slow news the day. Hurricane, the hurricanes took over for a while. So that just kind of, uh, you know, nothing happened during that because you had that stuff to feed upon. Oh, hey, before I forget, it's one of the reasons I called you today. Um, just in passing, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, uh, I had the TV on to just see the weather, what the weather's going to be this week. 
And a commercial came on for a show, I think it's on Fox, maybe. I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, called The Gifted. The what? It's called The, the Gifted. Gifted. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, and it's right in the vein of overnight, people transformed and it had abilities. <laughs> that, really? that's, yeah. um, that's like what the show, the premise of the show is about, and I guess it's, I guess the first episode's tonight. Uh, oh, so it's yeah, like, okay. yeah. It falls in like there were like heroes, which is, you know, the eclipse brought it on type thing. Everybody well, got that's abilities. Yeah. You know, come on, but I didn't. I didn't know there was a show like that coming out, and I saw that, and I thought, well, that's odd timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dustin, what what show was that? It's it's a uh, it's it's called The Gifted. I have not heard of that. It, yeah, I just saw the commercial yesterday. Tonight, I guess the first show is on tonight. The series premieres tonight. I guess. I don't know what time or anything. It's but people uh, develop abilities. There you go. On the show, that's what that's the whole purpose of the show. Yeah. Um, sometimes they talk about them developing uh, the abilities, like in the hero series. Uh, other times they will talk about the transformation. They have the abilities, but sometimes they don't focus on the transformation. I want to say, I'm not, don't hold me to this, but as I as I heard it, I want to say it said something along the lines of overnight they transformed. Uh, oh, I've got to search for that. That yeah, would be absolutely incredible. Tonight's the uh, first episode, I guess. Whoa. Um, I'm, pulling, I'm trying to pull it up to see. So yeah, I've, never uh, mentioned, I've never mentioned this on the show, but over the years, there's been a lot of discussion and theorizing about how does this transformation take place? Does it happen overnight? Is it gradual over several weeks? You know, you would never know that. You know. Small groups, some here, some there, later on, some now, some later. Questions like that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's person by person. That's what I've okay. concluded. Yeah. Everybody's at a different time, not all as a group. But I could be wrong. There may be a small group of people that happens to at once. <clears throat> I guess this is a Marvel show. I didn't. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So, so I don't know. With, uh, Immortals and Gifted? Yeah. Weeks, basically. Pretty much. Inhumans. You see what channel it is? I'll let me know that. Inhumans. Fox. Uh, Inhumans came out. Well, I said this. Yom Kippur, if you go to Google, this is what they say, okay? This is our culture. Uh, It begins on the 29th, and it it carries over to the 30th, okay? But they released Inhumans along with the the new David Bowie box set. That's Mm -hmm. important because of what... David Bowie, it has to do with transformation. But they released it on the 29th. Both of those things. Hmm. Yeah, it's on Fox, and it was produced by, or it's backed by Marvel or whatever. I don't know. Um, it's not specifically based on any comics. Um, yeah. So it's just like they're trying to start up. It's like a whole... New thing, universe, whatever you want to call it. Well, it's kind of like the 4400 too. That's kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of people like that. How you doing, yeah, Doug, Dave? We're on. We're on talk show. I got to go in the bank here. Okay, I'll get back with you. <laughs> okay. Who's who? Who is this? Eddie. This is Eddie. Oh, hey, hey what's Eddie, up, Eddie? 
Dustin. What's up, Chuck? How you doing? Good, man. You like that new job? You like that job you're talking about? I'm sorry, I can't. I can't hear you that good. Did you land that job you were talking about? Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. No, you're going to school not right yet. now for a while, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to school now. Yeah, cool. Hello? Yep. We're here. Sorry, man. It's like, kind of like breaking out. No, but after oh. I get out of the bank, I can ask, I can answer that question that your wife asked, okay? Did you yeah, know that she asked me a question? Yeah. Oh, which question was that? I didn't catch it. Oh, she asked, she asked me a question in text. Oh, okay. She asked me a question about dragons. So, Andy, was there much, uh, you're on the east side of Florida down there? Yeah. Is there a lot of damage yeah, there was, from what you hear or no? Yeah, there was a lot of damage. Well, around where I live, there was just a lot of trees, you know, um, shingles, stuff like that. Hey, no. Eddie, Eddie, just a second. I want to tell the audience that you actually live in Miami. Yes. Okay, so the more the more you can talk about that, the better. Go ahead and talk about that, all right? Yeah, um, I, didn't have, I didn't have electricity for about a day and a half. I still don't have internet. Um, just a lot of, like, debris in the streets, you know, where I, where I live by, you know, a lot of trees, branches, and stuff like that, you know. A lot of people without electricity for weeks. I still know people that have no electricity. So, but it's getting better. Are like your other utilities, like water and everything. I mean, are they all on still? Yeah, yeah, we got we got water. Um, the only thing that I don't have is um internet. I don't have internet at home. Hmm. I mean, it's been already like three weeks. I still don't have internet, so. Mm. We've, well, got I mean, four, we've got four people down there in Florida. We got Chris Men down. I mean, you, you live in a. I was driving up and down there. I mean, every time it rained, the lights, the electricity would go out for a while. It seemed like, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that happens every once in a while. I'm drinking, and it's like pouring right now. Uh, White Raven is uh, in Florida, and so is Bruce Gorman. He's up in the uh, Panhandle part of the north. Isn't there another tropical storm out there? Is that affecting you guys at all right now? Well, supposedly they say that it's going to affect us this weekend. Really? But, yeah, I mean, that's what they say. But it seems like we have a tropical storm every week around here. I mean, it always rains. You know, mm-hmm. the weather down here is weird. One day it's a beautiful day, you know, clear clouds, and then the next day it's cloudy. Then the, the day after that is beautiful, and the next day after that is like raining, torrential rain storms, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh. Is, is, right now, isn't October like still like the main storm season? Or is it like usually over by October? I'm not sure when uh, hurricane season ends, but I think we're still in hurricane season. I'll look that up. Yeah, October's the big one, I think. Well, I thought it was hurricane season. But um, I have a lot of I know a lot of people that hello. Yeah, yeah, I, I can hear you. Okay. Um, 
I know a lot of people that have family in Puerto Rico, and they say it's worse than what they're actually reporting in the news. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, and and um, you know, it's just like people are just like crying out for help over there. I mean. It's Emily uh, uh, is part Puerto Rican. Oh, yeah? You can't really tell by looking at her. I was there in uh, June, actually. Mm-hmm. It's, I've been there. I've been to San Juan. It's beautiful, but it's uh, you either have everything or nothing. It's like there's hardly any in between. Uh, at least, at least when I was, that's what it seemed like. I wasn't there for very long. Uh, but that's, that's what I saw too. Yeah. Poverty. Yeah. It's like you had everything. You, I mean, like I said, I was there for like maybe 10 hours, but it, uh, it just appeared like there was not very much of a middle class. Yeah. That's, no, what, they're, they're, that's what it's like in the Philippines, the big cities there. Yeah. You drive about two miles outside of the city, and it's just slums everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of scary, actually. That's how it is pretty much everywhere in the Caribbean. Yeah. Caribbean? Really? Yeah. Like where? I mean, Cuba. Cuba. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, say, like, Dominican Republic. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, you have the Harrison that I have not, you know. Uh, you got the Jamaica then, too? Jamaica is the same thing. Yeah. There's no middle class over there. That's just weird that, like, it doesn't, it's just weird that, I guess, I don't know if it's old money or people aren't allowed to improve. Or I don't know what it is, but... Well, it's weird. The third world, the first place. I mean, people, you don't need much down there, to be honest with you, like Jamaica. The uh, Jamaicans are living in the huts and stuff like that. They used to say, oh, they want to come to America. I'd be saying, what's wrong with you? You got a made here, man. What are you going to do in America? Yeah. You got a made here. You know, you're hungry, yeah. you can't fish, or you climb a street. I mean, man, this is paradise, guys. You know, you don't I said, what are you gonna do in America? Go, I'll do what you do. I go, oh my god! No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain if I was in Jamaica right now. No, Jamaica's got wonderful weather. That's that Caribbean man. The weather down there is just so beautiful. It's incredible. Yeah. Like the more oxygen in the air, everything. What do you guys think about the shooting? Uh, about what? What do you guys think about the the Las Vegas shooting? I think it was. It's called. Yeah, I don't know. The shooting that happened oh. in Las Vegas. Oh, oh, we don't talk about that. You know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we're talking about moving to Jamaica. What do you? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Caribbean sunshine, <laughs> white beaches, the grill beach. <laughs> hey, hey, Eddie. The music, you know. Hey, Eddie. Yeah. The, the conspiracy is not deep enough. We're going to let YouTube talk about that. I can't, I can't hear very huge guys. I said the conspiracy is not deep enough. We're going to let YouTube oh, no. talk about that. <laughs> we got to oh, yeah. build up a little. He's got to build a little bit before we get hold of it. You know. To be honest with you, Eddie, I haven't even processed it yet. It's just kind of like, oh man, I see it as an old. I just, 
I see bad things happening more and more and more is what I see, to be honest with you. So. I just heard about it like a little while ago, and I just heard that um, uh, Tom Petty died as well. Uh-huh. Whether he did or not, nobody knows that one either. Yeah, he's in the death rows. I, I think that I read that they reported his death too soon, He's, but he's not going to live. Well, they said he was brain dead is what I read. Yeah. Yeah, I heard, I heard he was 66, then I heard he was 68, so I don't know how old he is either, you know, so. But living a lifestyle like that, man, that, that takes a toll on your body, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. He just finished that big tour, so, you know, he's, he's got to be stressed, you think about it, so that's a lot of work, doing that touring up there, you know. Yeah. It's physical. Yeah. And I was thinking about, what was it, Traveling Wilburys, you know. Remember that? Yeah. Group? Remember that group? Yeah, I remember them with uh, George Harrison. Yeah, George Harrison, uh, uh, what was that old 50s guy's name? He's, he did too, um, Roy, um, Roy Orbison? Roy Orbison, yeah, the, the king, Roy Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually pretty good, right? I gotta give Roy Orbison credit, he was pretty good, you know? <laughs> uh, Jeff Lynn from, uh, Electric Light Orchestra, and, mm. uh, Bob Dylan, and Bob Dylan. That's right, that's right, yep. So you just got uh, Jeff Lynn and Bob Dylan, you know, left out of that whole garage there. Entourage. Yeah. See, we're trying to keep it positive here, man. Can you tell that, Eddie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Jeff Lynn was pretty good, though, I got to tell you that. Yellow. I, I like Yellow. I like, their, I like yeah. their music a lot. And he, he always reminded me of Bob Ross. Who? Bob Ross. No, uh, no, no. He was the, I don't know if you had, like, when, we, when I was little, we didn't have cable, so we had, like, uh, just the over-the-air channels and, uh, like, the local access or whatever, like, uh, oh, what's, like, the, the channels that, like, Sesame Street and stuff like that. Can, what's yeah, it? yeah, PTV P- or whatever. PBS, is that what it was? Yeah, right. There you go. Bob, Bob Ross was that dude with the afro that painted. Oh, painter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. The big afro. <laughs> he was always painting like it was. It was like so relaxing watching it. Like he's gonna make a happy little tree here and some uh, almighty yeah. mountains and the way he described everything. But I always thought Jeff Lynn looked like him because he rocked that fro uh, in the ELO. You know, Jeff Lynn always has a smile on his face, too. Yeah. Notice that. Yeah. What, 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 what was almost, the name again? The Bob painter? Ross? Bob Ross. Yeah. yeah, Bob Ross. I'm yeah. trying, I almost said the name of his show. Uh, oh, goodness. I almost said the name I of the show. Him. I used to watch, I used to watch him as a kid as well. Bob yeah, he's like, he, he's always making like a mountain picture or something, and you, like, he made you feel like an idiot because he just got this, like, uh, <laughs> look like a putty knife, and he's like painting with a putty yeah. knife, and it, he, it's so effortless yep. to him, and <laughs> you can't do anything. <laughs> but, yeah. Bob, Bob Ross. But he was so, always so calm and relaxing, and he, like, I don't know, it's probably like neuro-linguistic speech pattern because uh, he'd put you in a trance because he'd be like, and then just take your 
your almighty uh <laughs> your almighty three inch blade and it, like it was just like so soothing the way he would describe what he's doing. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of funny. Speaking of Tom Petty there, uh Tom Petty's uh original bass player was from up here in Milwaukee. Oh and, really? Uh, he's got a younger brother that I bump into every now and then that looks exactly like him. But uh his older brother, I think he's dead actually. He uh, he actually got kicked out of the band because of his drug abuse. And uh I think he eventually died from a drug overdose. Mm. But, uh, yeah, small world, you know what I mean? Little guy, little bass player from Milwaukee ends up with Bob Dylan, or excuse me, uh, Tom Petty, you know? Mm. Uh, That's got yeah. to be a hard life, man, you know? I think the guys on top make the money, but everybody else is just kind of working their butts off. Don't you think? That's... Wait, it's the way it appears. I don't think that they distribute it all equally. No, I think Tom Petty probably gets about 80% of it, wouldn't you, wouldn't you think? Probably. Once, you, once you're behind the and symbol, <laughs> I think your pay goes diff, down significantly, like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I think that and symbol indicates yeah, you make yeah. a lot I mean, less. Small type on the back of the album, I think you're uh, making about. Point oh oh one percent, you know. Yeah, man, he was he was a different looking cat. I'm looking at some older pictures of him. Petty, yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely put some good music out though. That's yeah, great. he yeah. did. I would classify it country rock or rock and roll with country. I don't rhythm. know if it's like folk country rock or something. I don't know because it's, 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 really, it's, it's not really country rock. It's more rock and roll, right? You know. But it's always like I don't know. It's always like. It reminds me of like a rock folk because he's always telling a story, you know, type deal in his music. Contemporary folk rock. <laughs> <laughs> I never really got into like Tom Petty. I never really got into him. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's really easy to listen to Tom Petty. You can actually understand what he's saying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And he he spanned over several generations, like several decades. Like that's that's pretty rare feat. I I grew up with him actually. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember. I had Wildflowers that album. Uh, like maybe like my freshman year of high school. I I mean I didn't really know how talented he was until he hooked up with the Traveling Wilburys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just don't, you just wow. don't sit down. You just don't all of a sudden hook up with the with uh uh, ex Beatles, Orbison, mm-hmm. and Bob Dylan, and Jeff Lynne, and, uh, you know, you just, that just doesn't happen, if you know what I mean. And, uh, he, he kind of put that together, actually, is what they say. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, he, he was pretty talented. And he was also a reoccurring, uh, I used to love that show, um, uh, this is back when I was more of an idiot, uh, King of the Hill. I don't know if you ever watched it. Ah. He was a he was a character on that show. You know, you see the way he looked a little different looking. He, he actually could have made it on something like The Walking Dead. Like <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, as himself, but also as a zombie. <laughs> right, right. Half a zombie, half normal. You know, yeah. Something. He looks like a crypt keeper, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what that that's a perfect like the Undertaker. That's what he looks like. Uh huh. <laughs> He does. He looks like the Undertaker. I'm trying to see if 
Somebody where lists his age because it, I have seen two or three different things. I was never big on uh, Tom Tom Petty. Uh, I thought he was like I don't know, too commercial or something. But I've got this huge bumper uh, music list, and it's like massive. And uh, I do have a couple of songs on there. <laughs> hmm. And these are these are hot songs. I mean, I like them. You know, he's got a, one of the best driving songs ever. I forget. Uh, I think it's called. It sounds right, but you put it right next to the Doobie Brothers. The Doobie Brothers have one. I don't like them either. It's called Running Down the Highway. Mm. He's yeah, got a song. Sure. He's got a song like that. You guys remember that? It's a great song. <laughs> like the ultimate driving song. You know. <clears throat> okay. This is um, trying to think. So yeah, he would he would have turned uh, sixty seven on October twentieth. So he's 66. He says he's he's associated with the Grateful Dead. Did they used to do stuff together? I never, I never listened to the Grateful Dead. So no, I never, never. I don't know. Didn't David Bowie die at 66 as well? Um, 69. Oh, was he 69? 69. Yeah. Yep, 69. 47. And Monty, Monty Hall died yesterday from uh. Let's make a deal. Yeah, I, uh, as a conspiracy theorist, this is kind of funny because there's there's so many signals out. Okay, um, that could be communicating a message too. That you know, like the game is up, that kind of thing. Uh, hmm. It's just a transition theory we're moving into. And he's been around for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's the guy's name from the Playboy. Magazine. He would have oh, to same thing. Same thing, yeah. Same thing, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict something. You're gonna see more of these kind of deaths. We had we had a whole bunch of them all last year, remember? Yeah. Unusually right. high amounts. Oh yeah, but you'll see you'll see more of this and you know, you gotta you gotta figure look look at how um look at how much stuff's been going on. We've been talking about and now we got October is the doomiest month of the year. Every year, you have more speculation about potential doom in October than any other month. It, the number one thing they talk about is, is the economy going down, right? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Tell, it just, right there, that tells you it, it's going it's, it's to be bad. You know what I mean? It, it, there's no way it's going to be any good. There's just no way. Well, yeah, as they say, Las Vegas just got hit supposedly the gaming center of America, right? You know. No. Well, I also think that they were sending a signal when they do it on the first. I don't think this is a major thing, but it's one of those things they fit in there that they're forecasting doom for October. I think it sends a message about October. But the primary reason they did it is because it's, it's the, the end of that 40-day period. That's true, too, right? Yeah, it did happen on the first, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Chris is going to join us here. Oh, cool. Hello? Hey, hey Chris, you there? Yeah. All right. What's man. up, Chris? How you doing? Hey, sounds like you're better. Yeah, a lot better. Good um, deal. The pain's, like, going down a ton. That's what Chuck I'm said. The, uh, yeah, I'm off the pain pills when I'm on Neurotin and a couple other things whose side effect is regulating pain, so it's a lot better, but I still have really bad days. Oh, do you? So, so it kind, of, kind of comes and goes? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting sleep now, so, you know, a little bit more, so that's good. Well, it all falls apart if you can't sleep. Yeah. Are you ever at Dave's house? 
Am I at Dave's house? Yeah. No. This is Dustin in Oklahoma. Yeah, I know. That's oh. weird. It said Eager. Oh, no, no. He's, uh, let's see. Hatch How would that work, Chuck or Dave? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It's like there's, we're like on six way or some seven way, maybe. I'm not oh, okay. sure. I gotcha. Yeah, we're doing a show, but we're not on talk show. Okay. Uh, Dustin is recording it, so it all depends on whether his recording works. <laughs> it's it says it's recording still. I've been checking. Yeah. Okay. We're uh, an hour and a half in. Hey Chris, did you check any past uh, podcast out by chance? Um, not yet. I've been uh, like going to sleep early and. Yeah, cool. Uh, but I'll, I'm gonna check them out. I'll just see if you had any questions. That's one reason I asked that. You know, we covered okay. quite a lot actually, so. Uh, a lot of heavy stuff, man. A lot of stuff from that build video go to Unreal. Yeah, I'll check that out for sure. Chris, you, but, could, uh, you, you should probably you should probably it, it's kind of maybe hard to do it, but uh, you may might want to go back to the uh, the American Eclipse podcast. This is and it says a cult star. That'd be a good place to start. There's a lot of audio to listen to though. Okay. Um, well, I just like want to, to say hello. Uh, I'm okay. in really bad traffic, so uh, All right. I'll give y'all a call whenever I get a chance. All right, see, so glad to hear okay. from you, man. All right, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Yep. Hi, Dave and Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Catch you later. Hi, bye bye. That's great to have him back, isn't it? Yeah. I'm worried about him. I know Dustin was too. Yeah, I was. He's he did sound a little tired, but that's better than excruciating pain. Yeah, at least he wasn't laying in bed on his back. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. Actually, a lot of times when you call him, he uh, he sounds tired, and then he uh, he, per- he perks up right away once he starts talking. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I was I was worried about him. I've heard too many horror stories of people with back pain that you know medicine offers them nothing, uh, and there's you know sorry, here's some therapy. I just been lucky, I guess. I've never had back pain. I mean, uh. And so. I don't know if these guys, they always say they work themselves to death or whatever like that, but it's gotta be. I think, I don't know what it is. Is it physiology or is it, uh, doing stuff wrong or lifting stuff wrong? I just don't know, you know? I, I mean, I've, I've tweaked my back before, like where I've lifted something, like, like a five gallon, jug or something full of oil or something and and turn yeah but it's not like something that's it's like maybe a couple days it hurts and it's tender at the the worst case scenario for me on that you know but anyway you know but yeah it's never been anything like long lasting hey chuck yes sir uh if i remember correctly uh chris said he hurt his back one time doing deadlifts Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah, I know that. I know Chris. I wasn't. I was talking about the uh, rest of these guys out there. You know, uh-huh. guys, fifty-five, sixty years old, or forty-five years old, and their backs are shot or whatever. You know, and uh, well, the first thing I notice on most of these guys is they got about thirty pounds on their belly in the front. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know if uh, if it's lack of exercise or nutrition or physiology or, or what. That's all. That's all I was talking about, you know. It's pretty prevalent in this country, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bad back. I believe that if you're working out and doing, like, squats and deadlifts, it's a nutrition problem. But if you're not working out, 
reason there's back problems is because um, the, the muscular system is, is deteriorating. It's not supporting the spine. Uh, this happens with women this is when they get yeah, yeah. If I recall correctly, Chris said that every guy, he was wrestling with a guy that picked him up. He was like a uh, a professional type or semi-pro wrestler. Picked him up and like body slammed him. That's where he hurt his back, actually. If I recall that. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, then, the weight, then he said, yeah, lifting the weights and stuff, all of a sudden it was too much or whatever, aggravated it. Mm. See, that, see, that shouldn't be a problem. The body's breaking down. Yeah. That's why I say it's nutrition. They got bad nutrition. Well, you know, what you just mentioned was, like, the especially ladies and stuff. I, I see these 350-pound men and ladies. Well, most of them are riding carts around the supermarket. But I'm thinking, the knee's not, the knee and the back and the hips and pelvis, everything, ankles, are made to, it's hard for me to hold that. Yeah. I saw a 50-year-old lady coming. And I had to stare. She had three kids. She had probably like the flattest stomach I've ever seen in my entire. And it was like just completely opposite of everything else you see. I mean, she must have been a dancer or something, you know. And uh, I, I couldn't help but to like keep on glancing back at it. You know what I mean? It was like so uncommon. <laughs> yeah. That it was. Just, your eyes were attracted to it. I'm not trying to say it's infectious or anything. It was just the, uh, made you think looking at somebody's really flat, flat stomach, you know, for, for an older person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw her at, I believe it or not, I saw her at an ice cream parlor. She was eating a big old ice cream cone. <laughs> I'm standing in another line, so I can't, I can't talk, I can't say too much here. That's <clears throat> right. Are you still at the bank? No, I'm standing in another one. Oh. In the store. Try to keep the conversation going. Well, they've upped to the totals now on the death, uh, death and injured list. I just what saw. Uh, where did it go? I predicted they would. Yeah, it's climbing up. It's at 59 dead and 527 injuries. Hmm. Sometimes um, the final number is not occultic. They're only occultic along the way. You guys have probably noticed that. You know, something doesn't make sense on this. One guy, 10 minutes. Yeah, that's what I don't. That's that's what I was saying to you earlier before you had to click over, Chuck. Uh, push, earlier you're today, six, you're pushing 600 people hit, right? Basically, right? Mm-hmm. you know, uh, something just doesn't make sense. There's, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things, Chuck. There there was two windows that were broken. Yeah, what was that all about? Yeah. On, uh, working on two different sides of the building or something. I mean, they yeah, together like the building kind of came to a point right there. Yeah, and so it was like two separate windows, but it didn't look like they were part of the same room. No, they were pretty far apart, I mean, as far as rooms go, you know. Yeah, there's just something uh, something too strange here. Well, that's what I don't get is, I mean, for a guy that, I mean, not praising it or anything like that, but that was really good shooting. Well, you saw the distance, too. There's no way. Yeah. 
you're not aiming, you're just spattering. Still, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, a clip holds 30 rounds, right? Well, I mean, you can get drum clips and stuff that, I mean, you can get like 100 round drums and stuff like that, Uh, but but those are top shelf type things. You don't, you know, it's not just like accessible for everybody, much less a machine gun. Mm -hmm. Which, if you are even thinking about obtaining a machine gun, every single detail of you and anyone at arm's reach from you is put under the microscope. Yeah. And so it's yeah. not like just, Chuck, you can't go out tomorrow and buy a machine gun. It's like a well, years-long I'm, process. I'm just putting this together. Let's just say there's even a 50% history. You know what I mean? Right. Which is eaten right, you know. That's uh, still high. Hard. That's still high. That's very, very accurate. 50% Absolutely. at that distance is very accurate. That's 1,200 rounds, so you're probably talking actually 15 to 2,000 rounds. Come on now. This is crazy. You know, no way. And the gun not malfunctioning. Could be a couple hundred pounds, you know what I mean, of just uh, raw shells or, you know, wouldn't it? It is. Well, I I mean, I still haven't seen what kind of gun they said it was. It sounded to me like it was belt-fed. It it sounded like it was a belt-fed, like, you know, like a machine gun. You've got to be kidding me. That's... To, I mean, just to my ear, listening to the video that I saw on YouTube, you can't that's what it sounded like. like that. That, just, that just doesn't happen. <laughs> well, uh, just, uh, like I said, there's a video that doesn't show anything bad or anything like that. It's just like you can hear people yelling and you can hear the gunfire. And it was very rapid fire. And you, yeah, I saw I saw the video of when the uh, entertainer was still on the stage. Yeah. But there was only like 20, 30 shots before it stopped, and then another 20, 30 shots, and then nothing. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. not like the guy had a uh, freaking minigun or a gatling well, gun. Well, at, at first, that's what I thought it sounded like. It was almost like a minigun, but those are extremely fast shooting. Uh, I mean, no, a minigun. A mini you gun can't hear the separate shots, you know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a sound. It sounded like a... Uh, a handmade uh, machine gun, you know, uh, somebody filing down or whatever, you know. So I don't know, you know. Yeah, like that, you know. I don't know. That's just like I would, I would, to be that accurate from that distance, you would at least have to have a bipod. Like you know, what a bipod is off the front of the barrel. No. Uh, yeah, you've seen like a sniper rifle where they lay up, lay prone on their stomach, and uh-huh. they don't have to hold their arm out at the, at the front of the gun. It's like two like telescoping legs. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know. What you're uh, so now I got it. Yeah. yeah so the, like to be that accurate from that distance for a guy that apparently was an accountant for a living, uh-huh. he would at least have had to have a bipod. Did, did uh, you see the supposed bio on his father? Yeah, the FBI's most wanted type cat. Yeah, psychopath, raw bank robber, escaped to jail on the run. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. You know what I mean? But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know about anything about this. It's just, it's just, it's so out there. Yeah. The story just, we're not hearing. It's hard to really even comprehend it because of what. I know we're not hearing what actually happens. You know well, that's what, that's what Dave and I were talking about before the show started, is all we know is what they're, they're doing, that's it. 
I know. mean, all they know is I saw two windows on two different sides of the building and uh, these numbers, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. Which doesn't add up in the first place. I did. Uh, I do have a friend that uh, actually, it's my one friend. You've heard me mention my one friend that I can talk to. Uh, he he uh, is good friends with somebody that was actually there. Ah, and so I'll, I'll have to when he finds out more. I have to press him to kind yeah, of get okay. maybe some unfiltered information. Um. They made it out, but he said that what, what all he was able to tell me is that they were covered in other people's blood, and uh, they were trying to help as many people as they could. But I don't, I don't know the people. It's just he knows them. Uh, Jesse texted me last night when it, right after it happened, and he lives in uh, Las Vegas. I, I call him, try to get him on here, but I think he's probably might be working still. He could, you know. Mm. He's in the West Coast time zone, so. Mm. Does he work? I'm in, just trying to, like in trying Vegas. To think of the cycle, the cycle yeah, he, he lives in Vegas. Mm. His whole family does, or a lot of them. Think of the psychological act in America now about uh, any uh, attending any place where there's going to be a big group now. You know, affecting mm-hmm. yeah. the or not. You know, they tried to start it off with the the movie theaters, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but no, I mean, you just don't, I, I tell you, these idiots, you just don't go attacking country western people or, like, NASCAR or anything like that. Yeah, that's what's interesting about it is it was an attack from a distance. <laughs> it wasn't, he, he wasn't there shooting, he was far off, apparently. If anything, to piss off the American proletariat, you go after those guys, those guys don't, uh, they don't have much of a sense of humor, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have a liberal sense of humor. How's that sound, you know? Mm-hmm. A Chuck? Yes? I have to say that it will be interesting to see what the fakeologists and the hoaxbusters have to say about this. Because um, uh, if you're not familiar with them, I mean, it, it seems like no, no matter what event happens and what the information says, it's, quote, unquote, all fake. Yeah. Now, how can they do that with this one? Now, the reason I'm bringing it up is because you go, well, they're not going to do that. Well, let's see what they do with this one. Okay? Because, they, I mean, they've got people on fakeologists. I'm not putting them down. they got people on there talk about World War II being fake. And hmm. I, I, I'll stand behind that. I, I, I listen to the audio. You know, it sounds crazy. When they say fake, do they mean like? Well, I, they can't be saying that the entire war is fake. <laughs> I mean, okay, because like, yeah, because like, like people died and people got limbs blown off. But are they meaning like but, the, the lead up, the premises, like the you know? That well, was they fake? will make these statements without qualifying them. They don't really. They just kind of the conversation just kind of moves along, and you know they, they don't qualify what they just said. You got it. You, I mean, you know. I would think they would have to clarify, like, oh, absolutely, certain things. And what, I mean, like you could say the Vietnam War was fake because of the Gulf of Tonkin incident, but people went and died. Uh huh. So well, I, the reason I'm saying is I can't think of a single event. Uh, and since 9/11, or anything is not fake. I can't think of a single event. And I listened to these podcasts. After conclusion, it was all fake. Mm. 
So it'll be interesting to see what they do with this one. I have you. You. I've heard you mention the. Um, oh, what was the second one you said? Not fake out hoaxbusters. And I have listened to a few of those, and, and they're pretty interesting. Like uh, I think one of the guys on there is pretty adamant that nuclear weapons are fake. Yeah, and I believe that's a psyop. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked about it recently on the on the show, and I put it in the show title. I said Atomic PSYOP. Did you see that? Atomic PSYOP? Yeah. yeah. That, I talked about that. Okay. There's a there's a there's extreme fakery PSYOP. You believe what you're told or it was all fake? Mm-hmm. There's no... It, the reason this is true because there's never any discussion of a middle position. Mm-hmm. So where be so what would you where would you land on that then? I'm gonna put you to the fire here. Would you say they used a clean they used a clean weapon? Okay. And I I, I hold the, the view that they're never going to use that kind of uh, uh, weaponry because God won't allow it. It will always be a clean weapon or something else. They believe that it was firebombing in Japan. Right. That's what I was about to say. They they say it was firebombing. Uh, yeah. Which I would say it was something other than nuke because based off of what they tell us about nukes, nobody should be able to survive there for like thousands of years. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it's nuclear, but it's clean. You see, so that's why it's a middle position. Hmm. Interesting. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.